How's it going? It's a shitty night tonight. I have two tables, all black people, so I know I'm not making no tips. Are you being serious right now? Yeah, look over there. I have two tables. They're all black. I'm working for free tonight. No, I, I mean, are you being seriously that racist? What? You don't know that I got to tip you. Yes, I do. So just because they're black? I've been waiting tables for five years. I never got a tip from a black person. Not once. First of all, I don't believe you. Second of all, that's still racist. <laughs> I am not racist. Screw you. What are you talking about? She says black people don't tip. Are you nuts? Niggas don't tip. Everyone knows that. Have you ever waited tables before? No. Then shut up, asshole. <laughs> Just up in the club, drinking water with some lemon, bowling. Forget a handshake, real men need hugs. We can't forget that, oh sorry, we can't forget that that show me, homie, love. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And we're back again for another feedback episode. Uh, Didn't get too much, uh, Feedback this time in a voicemail form, so maybe this show won't be as long as some of the others. Uh, but we'll see what topics are brought up, and we'll, we'll let it go how it goes, right? Yep. Um, don't forget you can leave comments on iTunes, Facebook, and Podomatic. Leave us an iTunes review. Uh, it's been a while since we had one. Let's get some more feedback in there. Let people know on iTunes that this is the place to go. For some Southern Black Hospitality Podcasting. Yes, sir. And uh, don't forget, uh, you can also join our Facebook group. Go to Facebook, search for The Black Guy Who Tips, and just hit like on the group. Uh, we uh, we will interact with you. We definitely will post messages and things like that on there. Um, and, you know, it's just a good way to talk about random topics throughout the week. Uh, yeah, you talking about the Southern Black Hospitality. Yeah, you got that Chitlin toy you be talking about. It's the Chitlin Circuit. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> The Chitlin Circuit, and it's, that's the uh, only down south thing. You the one watch Dream Girls, not me. I can't believe you don't, <laughs> you don't know what the Chitlin Circuit is. 
Um, the official weapon of the podcast is the taser, and the unofficial sport of the podcast is booty balls. So you know, make sure you uh go to go to go to Podomatic, search for the Black Guy Tips, leave comments there, and you can also copy and paste the browser right into your um the URL. Uh, right into the uh, your Facebook status, and it will play that episode. So you know it's a good way to spread the word. And um, don't forget, we also have uh, email the blackout tips at gmail.com and we have a phone number 704-557-0186. Call, leave us a voicemail. We will play it like we're gonna do today, and we will respond to it. Um, and some really good news uh, this week. I made a blog post that was a parody uh, satire, if you will. Of the eight reasons uh, black women should date white men that was on Madame Noir, the or Noir, how you pronounce that? Yeah. And so uh, it, it really got a lot of momentum. A lot of people uh, retweeted it and spread the word. Cool. Um, you know, really want to give a shout out to everybody out there that took a second to spread the word. Um, and it was on uh, Bomani Jones helped put it on Facebook and tagged me to it. And um, you know, I always feel free to be able to do that, guys. If you're my friend on Facebook, tag me to uh, that post. If you post something from the blog, uh, it really helps. Um, and uh, we made the big lead, which is good. You know, which is very good. It's probably the most um, recognized that a blog post of mine has ever been. Um, and the big lead. The Big Lead is basically a, a website that I believe is sports oriented, but um, they just post different random links throughout the you know throughout the day sometimes. And we made one of their links, and we got a lot of hits on the blog that day, and cool. we got a lot of hits of people looking at the podcast page, even if they didn't download, they went and checked it out. All right. So you know they may have listened through the um, streaming or whatever, but okay. you know, it's just, you know, so I just really want to thank everybody that really pushed that out there, um, and I do have more blogs planned that I would like to see get pushed out there, but you know, that was huge, guys. Uh, you know, I really can't thank everybody enough. Um, so, with uh, no further delay, let's get into some uh, voicemails here. Okay. Alright, let's see who the first one is from. Hey, what's up, y'all? This, this is uh, People's Credit calling. Uh, from Seattle, all the way from the West Coast. Uh, just calling because I just listened to, listened to the podcast. We had that story about that idiot uh, drug dealer who, you know, sending out tweets and making YouTube videos about uh, his, his drug issues and his violence and murder. And this idiot. And, but it just reminded me of uh, hearing y'all talk about it. Around me, uh, I was on jury duty uh, with his brother. I mean, he, he was a piece of shit, dude. He was 26. He was sleeping with this girl that was 12, and so I mean, we didn't like the dude. He was clearly, you know, an asshole, but couldn't prove it. It's not like it's CSI or DNA everywhere. Uh, so the only evidence we did have was this brother calling from prison. He was calling, you know, that the recording says, you know, if you use this phone call, it says it's be recorded and used in court. And he was just talking reckless on the phone, talking about uh, how long does it take for DNA to last in somebody's body, if he had sex with him on Thursday, he's still there on Sunday. And I was looking at this dude, like, I'm the only brother on the jury. Wow. And I was like, well, are you serious? You're killing yourself right now. It gets worse because he wrote a rap song to one of the defendants and one of the witnesses in his trial. 
and the rap song, I'll never forget this, rap song, <laughs> the rap song was called uh, Ride For Me. And there was a lyric in there that said, girl, will you ride for me, do or die for me, come to court and lie for me. And the prosecutor was like, so how would you write this song to a defendant, or someone who's gonna be a witness in your case? And he was like, ah, oh, nah, nah, it was, uh, see what happened was, Clyde had a song out, right? And this was a response to the song that Clyde got out. I was there, my nigga, white people don't know who Clyde is, man. What's wrong with you, man? Who <laughs> Clyde is? He, and then he wrote, <laughs> this one girl who, who's actually gonna be a witness against him, wrote another song to her, talking about he was on killer and asked why would you threaten to kill this person in his letter he said nah i meant like kill them like tupac said you know like you know like pop is like a tap their character not really killer and burn her house down and i was like man you using tupac as your defense with all these white people is not helping your case brother but uh i was really in a circumstance and like an idiot he thought he was just gonna charm everybody out of thinking he was an idiot but he was, he was a pure idiot man this and uh, my my uh, my friend's wife, the prosecutor, I was telling her about this. She said, you know, you'd be surprised how many these idiots make these phone calls. And that's all the only evidence we have in this case is these phone calls these people make, and that's what sends them to jail. A lot of times, really, you have nothing. They just, you know, you're running the first 48. These cats just run their mouth all all the time and get locked up. Anyway, I thought I'd share that story because it just reminded me uh, of what I went through and just, you know, being the only brother there and just wishing this dude. Uh, uh, with, uh, I don't want to even go to jail, but he's just an idiot anyway. But, uh, anyway, uh, appreciate the podcast, man. Love it. I appreciate hearing y'all every week, and I think it's awesome, man. It's you and your wife doing the podcast, and, uh, good to see you. So, anyway, keep up the good work, and, uh, I hope that everyone from y'all soon. Peace. All right, man. So, that was my man at the People's Critic, uh, from Twitter, and he spells People's P P L S. Um, yo, that is crazy. <laughs> yes, that is. I've never sat in on a jury uh, on a trial, to. but um, that's that's just that's in, that's crazy that you know keeping it real would go so wrong. If I worked for the Morning Jones, if I worked for the Morning Jones, I would probably play uh, that. That's the dumbest thing I ever heard in my life. Ah, ah, ah. You know, I mean, because they don't blame you. Yeah, first of all, they screen those letters that you write from jail and prison. So you can't write like, hey, like I remember I read this one article or heard this news report where a dude literally wrote his like co-defendant or something and said, hey, man, if you kill this person for me, we'll be cool forever. I owe you a favor or something like that. Like, what wow. the fuck? Like, that's so dumb. I can't remember what yeah, I heard. You don't that have from. no freedom. So I don't understand why they would think that would even get out. Yeah. I mean, they're going to screen your shit, criminal. You know, <laughs> yeah, like that, they're right. gonna probably double check back to see if you're up to some more criminalistic bullshit. But uh, yeah, that's an amazing, stupid story, dude. Um, all right, let's see who else left a message. Yo, Ronnie, Karen, what's up? Uh, Hi, Dom. Um, I had a couple things um, that had happened this past week I wanted to um, talk about. Um, let's see what you got. So. I was looking at some uh, job interview questions, and and I, you know, I always wondered if, if maybe they had questions in there that you know there were certain answers where if you don't answer it right, then that would probably void your whole your whole uh, job uh, what application. And that's right, application. So um, you know, they had stuff like you not. Know, I have a bad temper and stuff, or I'm late to work all the time, and 
I guess if you say, yeah, you are late to work or you do have a bad temper, the employee would probably skip over. But it was um, one thing I noticed was there was a question, and uh, here it is, I wrote it down, so I could get it verbatim, it said, I can understand why some people have gone off on a shooting spree. Whoa. And you click agree or disagree. And, I mean, I don't know, I was wondering if maybe there are questions like this where if you don't pick the right answer, like the police will show up to your house, or there will be a bulletin that goes around every job in a, a certain radius of your house where you will not be able to work. Um, I, <laughs> there's been a lot of uh, shootings going on recently, uh, a lot of workplaces, and uh, I never knew that they had a question like this, but it was interesting to see, and I was wondering what you thought about that. Um, the second thing I want to talk about, Bad Girls Club, I love it. I hate that they keep doing these uh, episodes every two weeks uh, a lot. It's getting on my nerves. But I was wondering, maybe you guys for next season, you have to do a fantasy draft, like a Bad Girls Club fantasy draft, where you just, you know, uh, you get your friends over, and um, between the first 10 minutes, y'all see everybody, and you like it, and then y'all have to choose who y'all want, and y'all get points based on how many fights they get, or drunk, or who they make out with. I just have fun with that. And I guess you lose it. Your girl gets kicked out of the house. And I bet some money on there. Something that'd be real cool. <laughs> um, I saw those commercials that they were, you know, offering bad girls merchandise. And I think bad girls club merchandise is, um, is, is definitely the new trap stamp. Like if, if I see any girl with it, I will assume it is all it, all it would take would be like a bagel and a China Patron. And I can sleep with you. Like that's what I, I feel about Bad Girl Club merchandise. So the trap stamp. Um, Branch one, she really got on my nerves. I thought she was gonna turn the good side, but she obviously still loves Leah the Butch. And uh, when she saw her chance to get back out of good races, she took it. And so she definitely still wants to be with Leah. Um, it's funny how they made it seem like Kristen, Kristen and Leah didn't stay together after they left the house because they got the police thrown on and uh, they didn't stay together in the same hotel and then have some uh, angry sex with each other and you know they had them come back in different cars like yeah we didn't stay at the same spot yeah y'all yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and finally uh Christina like she's a real warrior and I mean I think her the most the least out of all of the <laughs> out of all the bad girls she took a lot of stuff and I felt horrible for somebody actually in the house I can't believe that and um, <laughs> you need to definitely catch up on last season's Bad Girls Club because Natalie Nunn, aka Chen, she's legendary. She's the most horrible person that you will ever meet on TV. Oh. And uh, um, I think with Will, that said she was in, in fights. Yeah, she was in fights, but she got beat up by all of them because of her mouth. So uh, you should definitely check my. I think she got whooped on the first episode, first or second episode. Definitely check that out. Just, I don't know where you can find it. Look at that. Uh, other than that, though, uh, that's pretty much it. So uh, keep up the good work. Uh, love your pod- podcast, and I hope to hear from y'all uh, next week and everything else. <laughs> all right, peace. First of all, peace. Peace. Uh, thanks, thanks, Ty Diamond, man. Um, that. What are the fucking rules on the Bad Girls Club? I don't think they have rules. Like, can you beat people up? Can you not? Can you like what level of ass whooping do you take before they have to kick somebody uh-huh. out? <laughs> somebody gonna get shot in the bad girls club. Or stabbed or something. Like yeah. I, I think somebody should take a gun with one bullet in it 
and tell everybody, look, at the beginning of the show, you just say, look, we've hidden a gun in here as one bullet. Now, y'all getting all these fights if you want, but, you know, you might want to start looking for that gun. And then, I mean, that would make the show more interesting because they ain't going to kick you out no matter what. I want, maybe a murder might get somebody to get kicked out. Yeah, some charges, too. Um, that's a great job question, though. I've never fi- seen a crazy question like that on any job application. Where was you, uh, where was you applying, brother? The post office? The FBI? CIA? <laughs> I think you might have been uh, trying to apply Secret for... services? <laughs> <laughs> then we got to be sure you ain't crazy. Um, also, uh, the Bad Girls Club Fantasy, um, dude, I don't know how you would do the scoring. I'm guessing every time somebody, uh, gets into a fight, maybe you count that. That's a point. point every time, yeah. yeah, somebody uses, uh, somebody uses the word bitch, that's a point. Yeah. Um, every time you throw liquid on someone. That's a point. That's a point, you know. Uh, bonus points if it's a chemical weapon like that bleach that oh, Christina yeah. threw. Um, and uh, probably, yeah, when you leave the house, of course, you know, you come off the board. Um, but, uh, I mean, that could be fun. Uh, we have to, I mean, the only thing is when they throw these new twists in, I mean, who gets to draft Natalie when you throw her in the middle of the season just to stir shit up? <laughs> Probably the person who lost somebody got kicked off. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, man. Um, and also, the merchandise, yeah, that's like the new smoking. Like, you know how they say when you see a chick and she smokes cigarettes, she like, if she smokes, she pokes. Then... She smokes, she pokes. Who made yeah. somebody up? Um, dudes that was having sex with chicks that smoke cigarettes. Uh, if she smokes, then, you know, she she probably lets you have sex with her. She's a little more loose with the morals. You don't really meet too many uh, uptight Christian chicks smoking cigarettes in the parking lot. No, you don't. Um, so yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know that that mer- bad girls club merchandise definitely means you can fuck. Uh, there's not that you would want to. I mean, I maybe with your dick, not mine, but you know, everybody takes their own chances in life. Um, all right, man. So let's get into some uh, emails. We actually got some emails this week. Ooh. Um, let's see here. We we got one from uh, Hemda from uh, Keith and the girl. Wow. Uh, because I actually uh, told them that I wanted to donate to their podcast on a monthly basis. Because I don't feel right asking people to donate to us. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, here's a podcast that really is the inspiration for our podcast. Yeah. If we can't put aside, you know, $5 a month to yeah. do a recurring donation Which to them, then what's the point? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause, Cause, people donate to us, and we know we need the money to keep shit going, and again. even to make things better. Because you know, there's other shit we're gonna have to do where, you know, it's gonna cost money. That's I right. can't design a website on my own, you know, uh, and nobody's like nobody even is uh, willing to really put in a logo for free. Like, That's you're not true. even gonna get that. So it, it, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, this is just gonna cost money every step of this process. And here they are, a bigger podcast, but, you know, they have they have bigger expenses, I guarantee you. Yes, they do. So, um, I just wrote them, and she said, uh, thanks for signing up. Uh, Keith and I wish you lots of luck with your podcast. It's a ton of work, as you already know. Uh, but something you love to do is worth doing. Uh, as for using the money, we promise not to use it all on beer, but I have to admit, at least one will be bought with your money. Cheers. <laughs> so um, yeah, thank you guys uh, for writing us back, and you know I ended it there because I hate when like somebody writes you and then you write them back, 
and that should be the end of it. But then, like, there's both there's social pressure on both sides to keep responding. Like, ha ha, thanks. Oh, okay, you too. Well, good luck. Oh, so what's the weather like? You're like, oh, okay. Now we got a now we got a friendship. I didn't want all this. Um, my man Ruben wrote the show uh, the, about the episode the player hater did with us, mm-hmm. and he says. The player hater is a is a stick in the mud. Oh, I like the player hater. And he's, I said, why? I'm like, why would you say that? And he said, he just didn't seem all that interested in talking about whatever topic you and Karen brought up. He brought everything back to relationships. In all fairness, I'm only halfway through the show. Well, number one, listen to the whole show first. Yep. Let's not just jump to shit. Because it's like the beginning of the show, first of all, the player hater show is about relationships. I don't know if you guys have listened to it or not. But it's about relationships. Yes, so it is. Uh, you would figure a lot of his stuff was going to come back to that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was trying to steer the show away from those type of things just because I would like to hear his opinion on other things. You know, I don't know yeah. if he uh, watches sports. I don't know if he's into video games. That's true. Like, I don't know anything about the player hater other than Unless, unless it's video games out there about relationships. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's in the, uh he's in the Grand Theft Auto, but just for the date parts. And he's like, oh, shooting, <laughs> turn this the, shit off. The scene was just for date parts. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I don't know, man. I I, I liked uh, having him on as a guest. And I, did too. I, I, had, I had a good time, but yes. you know, yeah, I would say at least listen to the whole show before you say, oh, this dude sucks. Like, uh, maybe he picks up. Maybe, maybe it's my fault. Um. Let's see. We got another email from uh, JDR. Um, man, enjoyed another podcast. So say that again. That is in DAT. <laughs> I enjoy your call to into Bomani's show, and I have gotten into the habit of fast forwarding to you and you and Mike call in. I know it is bad, but hey, it is what it is. Especially when I have a ton of podcasts to get through. I think you can be the new Stephen A. Smith with a more humorous approach. Simply because you you have, of your brash delivery, you may or may not like Stephen A, but you have a talent that needs to be heard on national radio, my brother. I'm going to keep supporting you and caring to get you on the air, and if that is your goal, uh, it would be nice to make a career with something you love to do and you're good at. It. So yeah, man. First of all, I appreciate that, man. I do too. Um, and I, I actually do like Stephen A, but I know he's not for everybody, and I don't want to be Stephen A. Yeah, Stephen A yells a lot. Yeah, I, I don't want to be going on TV like yelling at people and shit. Or, yes. It's not even yelling at people. Stephen no. A kind of yells at the Everything, listeners. yeah. <laughs> I, and I like him though, but he's just, he'll be like, yeah, my brother, I said I liked him. He'll be like, calm down. Calm yeah, down, like what is a normal day with Stephen A like? Wow. <laughs> yeah, you know, you want to go see a movie? What time would you like to check out this movie? Uh, I don't know, Stephen A. I was thinking maybe at the lunch. At the lunch? Oh, okay. I'll, I'll just... I'll call you back later. Yes. When you calm down. I am calm! Okay, Stephen. <laughs> I'll just text. Yes. Like, he probably text in all caps. You know, he probably like, does. Stephen A. <laughs> Smith probably six exclamation points out there. <laughs> um, question. After four weeks of football, what is the biggest shocker when it comes to winning and losing teams? Disclaimer. I am a diehard Bills fan. Oh, I'm sorry, brother. Condolences. But still a beast online and Madden with a terrible ranked team. Not not sold on the new iPhone 4. Oh, well, let me answer answer that question first. Um, I would say the biggest shocker for me. Oh, man. Um, Do you have any idea or... 
it's it's so much stuff going on this season. With four weeks, it's really hard to say because you got the Randy Moss trade, mm-hmm. you got other stuff going on, and it's gonna be interesting to see the country bunking up there in uh, Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of storylines. I think he's referring more to just wins and losses. Oh, okay. Um, I would say the most shocking, I guess, wins and losses thing to me would probably be um. Maybe the Eagles because okay. one, I counted the Eagles out, and I'm not saying their record is great, but with their the way that they played in their wins and losses and the emergence of Michael Vick, I feel like they could make noise if they are able to keep keep yeah, on the yeah, keep on this path. Yeah, if you can yeah. keep like 500 until Vick gets back, yeah, you'd be good. Yeah, I mean they were actually leading the NFC uh, last before they played the NFC East. Before they played Washington last week. Okay. Which I would have never said. I would have said the Eagles yeah. are going to suck. They're probably not going to make the playoffs. 8-8 eight and eight would be a good record. Yes, it would. It's a rebuilding year. But suddenly with Vic thrown in the mix, it's a race to the playoffs and maybe yeah, more. Yeah, and it's different. I would, I, I would probably say the um, Kansas City Chiefs. Because yeah. in some way, shape, form, and fashion, they screw up and they still find a way of winning. I am shocked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Kansas City Chiefs is definitely a shock. And you see, the thing is, though, there's a couple things that I guess I'm taking into account. The Chiefs, I don't feel, are that shocking because someone in that division always takes the lead. Okay. And then San Diego just walks them down because uh, typi- okay. typically whoever jumps out in front is normally an ineptly coached team or they don't have that much talent. With the case last year with Denver, who jumped out to like 7-1 and one or 8-0 and oh or something mm-hmm. like that. And eventually it just broke down because, you know, you got Josh McDaniels making a fool out of people trying to uh, punish Brandon Marshall by sitting him for whole games and stuff like that. Stupid. And it's like, yeah, maybe you're proving a point, but you're also losing games. Yes, and that, you are. And now I see the same cracks in the armor when I look at the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Because the Kansas City Chiefs will not play Jamal Charles. Oh. And they, they're giving him like 10 runs a game, maybe 11. And he should be the number one feature running back with uh, Thomas Jones as the backup. Instead, they have to completely flip the other way. And that's the kind of little thing that it okay. doesn't it doesn't matter when you're winning, but when you're losing and you're like when Jamal Charles only gets 10 opportunities to break a big run and you're losing the game, it's like, wait a minute, we're going to we probably should have been stopped messing around with this. And got our shit in gear. The Chargers won't make that mistake. And they always start slow. But by October, the end of October, maybe early November, they'll be walking down the Chiefs. And the Chiefs will be losing. Everybody will be like, what happened? Well, when you look at these games, there's a bunch of, like, fluke. Oh, they got an 80-yard touchdown. Yeah, it's it's just the weird stuff be happening with them, man. When you talk about the Bills, I will send you um, some flowers personally from the Carolina Panthers because we both got the same record, and I don't think we're going to win the game this year. (laughs) So I will go to your funeral if you go to my funeral for this season. (laughs) Yeah, so, yeah, I would say definitely the Chiefs. And then uh, the other surprise, I would say, is the the Bears for a lot of people. Even though they they took a terrible loss to uh, the Giants last week, and they might actually lose to the Panthers this week because the Cutler, their quarterback, isn't playing. That's fine, but uh, we're going to have the backup to the backup because uh, uh, Julius Peppers going to have something for that boy. Oh, you're talking about for the Panthers? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, for the for the, the Chicago, though, 
The reason I didn't say they were a huge surprise is because they spent so much money in the offseason yes. getting Julius Peppers and Chester Taylor. Like, I actually feel like this isn't a surprise. They should have taken a step in the right direction. Yes, they will. But, uh, yeah, Panthers suck. But I'm not surprised by that either because mm-hmm. I assume they suck. Um, and then his last thing was not sold on the iPhone 4. Because this proc switch is the worst. I can't make a simple phone call without putting that person on hold or mute. I did did not pay 300 bucks for a phone. I can't make a phone call and force to use the Bluetooth all the time and rant. What is proc switch? I have no idea. I don't know. I got a case. My shit doesn't fuck up. But like I said, listen, I'm not trying to sell you on some already commercialized shit. If your shit don't work for you, take it back. Get some other shit. Because AT&T is not a sponsor here. Yeah, like, I feel like people feel like they're married to their phones. And I don't like, I don't even hang out with people that give me the, yeah, I'm married, but I'm going to complain about my wife all day shit. So, like, yes, like, like, you're never going to talk about how great your phone is. You're going to tell me how fucked up it is unless I have a a phone that's not like your phone. Then all of a sudden your phone's the greatest thing in the world and I should switch to yours. I really could give a fuck, man. I'm done with the phone shit, but thanks, JDR, for writing in, man. Thank and, um, you. I really appreciate the compliments, but yeah, I'm off the I'm off the iPhone versus whatever stuff. I'm done. Um, my man Bill wrote in and said uh, that there's a conversation on curb your enthusiasm between Larry David and Wanda Sykes that's about mm-hmm. tipping. I haven't heard it. I've watched that show, but I don't remember the specific quote, so I have to wait till you know somebody. Uh, either finds that clip or I have time to go find it. Um, My man Ruben wrote in again and said, excellent show Rod and Karen. I like the local guest a lot better. He's talking about Will and Justin. Okay. So, of course, thanks for that. Thank you. you. Um, And that was all our emails. So then, like I said, I wrote wrote a blog post called The Eight Reasons Not to Date Black. Uh, I mean, to date a white woman. And uh, let's go through some of the comments real quick. Uh, we got a lot of comments, more than normal. Cool. Um, and they said, I don't understand. How was her giving you oral a bad thing? How is oral sex demeaning? You were telling me that when Sadak goes downtown, you think less of her? Come on now. I'm just saying this should be a reason to date. This should not be a, this should be a reason to date a white woman. Um... That was my man Righteous right then. It was an obvious satire. It was a joke. Mm-hmm. Because I said that um, black women hate to have oral sex or whatever. <laughs> which is an obvious joke. Yes. But uh, and he made a joke back because he gets it. But then um, somebody else didn't get the joke. Jake Full and went back at him. And uh, they kind of went back and forth. And I was like, y'all both do understand that y'all both joking, right? I hope so. Like, oh, that that he's joking and I'm joking and it's okay. Like, we all, don't be sensitive. No. But my, my favorite response was, I'm a proud white woman who takes offense to this nonsense. Ooh, nonsense. I would never kiss any animals on the mouth, nor would I perform oral sex on a black man for free. This is utter nonsense. <laughs> so, I just want to know how much is she charging? Because if she won't do it for free, I mean, come on. I only got so much money. The economy is not that good. Yes. How much and are you charging? And she would charge kissing animals too, seems like. Yeah, how much are you charging kissing animals? I mean, this is all I'm saying. Uh, but anyway, thousands of people saw this shit and managed to take it in stride. Of course, somebody was going to have to uh, take it and uh, get upset. That's just part of the game. And then there were like 15 comments on Bomani Jones' uh, page, as he, which he promoted cool. the uh, link on. 
And uh, I just want to tell those people I appreciate it, man. Thank Somebody you. even compared me to uh, Dave Chappelle sat- satire, which is uh, that's an honor to even be mentioned in the same name as him. Like that's ridiculous. Say that again. Um, so you know, I really appreciate that. And um, let's go to uh, the Facebook page and see what we got here. Um, I posted a link to this video um, that is ridiculous. Um, I don't know, Karen. You haven't seen this, have you? Mm-mm. I'll play some of this a little bit. I think you'll like it. It's kind of up your alley, you know, the kind of music that you get into. Uh, it's from First Lady. Which Congratulations. Is a- you won. No, stop. <laughs> So right there, she's saying she would never suck a dick. So maybe I was right. Maybe I wasn't joking around. But yeah, um, I saw that and um, I clicked on World Star Hip Hop, which you should never do. But uh, I think I caught. I need a tetanus shot after seeing that shit. I think you do too. Um, so a couple people responded. He said, "I saw the video. We could go hurt my soul. Showed it to my wife. Hurt hers too." That's it. <laughs> um, and you know, I also uh, had the, you know, the post about. You know that uh, the fact that you know we're hustling hard on this podcast, and a lot of people responded to that. And you know, I just want to thank everybody on for responding, man. And um, also, let's go to Podomatic and see some comments on the podcast. I think my man Clove uh, left us some comments out there. He's he might be the only one still leaving comments on Podomatic, but it's cool because I got I catch him all the time, and uh, this is where I respond to him. Let's see comments for. Yeah, he's, he's going back and listening to old episodes. Yeah, he's yeah. like listening to them all, man. Um, and we see. thank you. You're not alone. Predator Two is my son and I's favorite movie. We watch it at least a couple times a year. The chase scene all the way up to the end of the film when they reveal a gang of predators is the shit. Damn, I want to watch it now. Yes, yes, <laughs> Chloe. I think me and Chloe are best friends. We're yes. best podcasting friends. Yes, we are, and I know y'all all the way up in Canada. We have to get what is it? Um. What you call those things? Uh, passports to even go and see y'all. <laughs> <laughs> y'all would have to give them to see, come see us. Uh, we had to get some money before we can go see anybody. Say uh, that again. But, uh, Keep doing that, y'all. <laughs> so but, we can go to Canada. <laughs> anyway, but um, yeah, dude, that's my that movie is my shit, man. I think it's criminally slept on, and um, you know, I, that's funny that it's one of y'all favorite movies, man, because that is. The, that last chase, which lasts forever, but it's exhilarating all the whole way through, is the absolute shit. And I love that moment when you realize, like, Danny Glover changes from, I'm running for my life to, nah, fuck that. I'm gonna catch this motherfucker and I'm gonna kill him. You don't get to do <laughs> this shit. <laughs> to me anymore. I love that, man. I love tra- that transition. It's just done so smoothly. Uh, where you're, where you're kind of halfway rooting for him to catch up to the predator, but you're kind of like, no. 
Like, what are you going to do, motherfucker? You can't kill the predator. <laughs> you going to die. Turn around. It's not too late. But, Run. you know. It, Get out. I just love that, man. And uh, let's see. We got some. You got some more comments. Um, there are only eight week reasons to date a white man. Episode 72. Okay. He says, everything Madam Noor says about white men is true. <laughs> we all have college degrees, financial stability, and no bastard children. Once you go white, everything's all right. Peace drops the mic. <laughs> Classic. Classic. <laughs> he says, the babies on Maury do look like everybody. Nice. That is true. They do. And uh, he says, I, I've seen Shirley catch the look from other black people when white kids are losing their shit out in public. Ha, 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 I'm on to you. See... <laughs> <laughs> I always figured that uh, that we have to look and white people have to look like I never uh, I don't think we're ever really getting it by people I think some people know and some people don't, don't yeah. but you know I know that there's some white people that's cool that that's on to the look but um, yeah they are and, and it's been times where you catch some white people looking like I'll whoop the hell out of you. Like, they'll turn red. See, we don't turn red, but they'll turn red. Yeah. you be like, oh, yeah. You, and you I've, been in, I've been in situations where two white people gave each other the look, too, where it's like, you know, um, you see two niggas acting crazy or yelling at each other or something. You see two white people look at each other like, mm mm mm. Here we go again, them niggas. <laughs> <laughs> see? See what I told you? <laughs> they are hooligans and monkeys. <laughs> and also, man, um, I listen to their podcast, Chonilla.com. Check out their podcast, guys. Um, and it's Chonilla, D-O-T-C-O-M. Um, so check out their podcast on iTunes. And their last two have talked about our podcast a lot, yes. like a couple older episodes, yes. which is really cool. Um, and he clarified that um, Family Guy got canceled because... They kept fucking with the time slot originally, and they weren't getting enough viewership. Okay. But I wanted to to clarify the kind, and maybe I just misspoke on the first podcast. What I what I mean is that they got banned episodes because people weren't cool with what they were talking about. Like, okay, yeah, they had an episode on abortion, and they had an episode on Jews on Jews, and both of those episodes did not air on Fox because they were like, no. And I and what my my bigger point was because it was in relation to the boondocks was that when you start censoring people from being funny or try you know being creative, it does kind of push them away from fighting for their shit. Where it's like, so wait, I'm fighting against my own network to get this episode about BET out there, and I think it's very discouraging to uh, the Afrocentric people like uh, Aaron Magruder. From the Boondocks, and I think that's part of the reason that you have a, a show as good as the Boondocks not getting the proper promotion uh, and not getting out, uh, like not, it should, yeah, and not getting enough seasons and things like that. Like, I think you're gonna see a two year break when somebody's like, and the same thing happened to Chappelle, you know, like, yeah, when you censor somebody or you try to take over what they're doing. You make them go, I'm not really looking that forward to putting this product out anymore. Yeah, because you're not allowing me to be myself. And the thing is that, to an extent, I don't really understand because it's funny. And why would you take away the funny and then you don't know what's funny. I know what's funny. I mean, you know what I mean? It's it's, it's like like you going to an artist saying, you know what? I don't think you need to do it like that. You don't know a damn thing about what I'm doing, right. but yet you think you can control it. Because people, people don't respect comedy as an art. 
You know, they but don't. It is. They don't respect how hard it is to be funny consistently it and is. shit like that. So they're just like, oh, change this. Like, well, that makes it not funny. That's kind of the whole joke. No, just change it, you know, or, oh, this is about Jews, you can't air it. Yeah, well, it's not done, and, I mean, we talk about all kinds of other races and subjects and religions, and they're like, oh, no, fuck that, you can't put that up. So, yeah, and then um, when it flops, I want to be the first people to cancel your show, and you're like, well, you took the funny away from the audience, yeah. and they're not going to like it no more. Yeah, you kept moving it around thinking it was a time slot when it was actually... You know, you, you're fucking my shit up. Stop moving the time. Stop trying to take out what's funny about the show. And um, the other thing I would say about that Family Guy thing is, yes, DVD sales definitely are the reason they came back. But I, I don't know if they get Cartoon Network in Canada. I'm not but sure. it was because it aired on Cartoon Network, Network. on Adult Swim. And that yeah. college kids started catching on to the show. Yes, again. Uh, and, and that's why they went out and bought the DVD. So it was like a this weird cycle of like, it's not on the air for a while. Uh, people kind of calm down and, you know, uh, the, the, you know, people don't um, get to see it. And it's like, when it came back on Cartoon Network, it was almost like it was new to people. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because it was almost to a new audience. Because yeah. you have people, uh, you know, college kids. I know we watched adults when we was in school, 2, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. Right. You know, you have thousands of kids up watching it over the weekend and yeah. through the night. It was, through a, it was to a demographic that before was not your sit at home on Sunday no, night with and kids. Watch, watch sitcoms yeah. type demographic. And, you know, I, I guess he he was talking about how the Simpsons used to be kind of edgy and out there. But I don't think it was ever as edgy as Family Guy. Never like as at, edgy, At no. any point. Like, it, it's a very no. smart show, though. Yes. And the type of points that it made was making may have been even more poignant and more deep. But I think Family Guy is just more of a, look yes. at this black guy. That's funny. Look at this white dude. Yeah, That's funny. Cleveland. They Jacking off. Talking. Shit. They even miss on shows. So it's like, yeah, they talk about things that the Simpsons talk and crack jokes about, but you're not going to have whole episodes. In yeah, well, I just think the Simpsons are more uh, like they they still are trying to stick to that sitcom dynamic where okay. everything happens in this bubble where Family Guy is more like, here's some wacky, crazy, zany jokes and we just want to find a way to fit them into this format. Yeah, regardless if they make sense on the show or yeah, not. Yeah, so when they're saying like that's as hard as getting Michael J. Fox to count jelly beans and then they show jelly, Michael J. Fox to count jelly beans. Yeah. Like, that's the kind of shit that you're never going to see on The Simpsons. No, but it's hilarious. It wouldn't fit, no, you know? But, um, yeah. And then the other thing he was saying was white people calling the cops. We may, uh, especially with Vic. I don't know if Vic likes white people that much. But, um, <laughs> especially when Vic was on here, we had a couple things where he would be like, oh, man, you know, if they was white, they would call the cops, blah, 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 blah. Um, first of all, white people do call the cops yes, at a yes. higher rate in America, but you have to understand the context of that in the history. Yes. Cops were more used as a weapon against black people. Yes, especially for years. Yeah, especially once uh, in the, the ages of segregation and desegregation. Yeah. Like, you look at those Eyes on the Prize uh, documentaries, and you see why black people are a little more hesitant to call the police. Uh, yes. Because normally when the police are coming, they coming for your ass. Say that again. So, um, it's, so I don't take it as offensive because no. there's a there's a lot of white people that don't call the cops all the time but just black people don't see cops as problem solvers the way that white people do in America because our history with them is different like it's the same reason that we don't really have police dogs we don't have a lot of dogs in our community and a lot of us still see dogs as like 
uh, less than human and not, I mean, not that I disagree, but you see them as yeah. not really this cherished value thing because you're like, are these the same motherfuckers that it came with the water hoses. Yeah, and then the pictures I've seen, and, and on top of that, I, I think there are a lot of black people that will call the cops. Please don't get me wrong, because I'm one of them, but at the same yeah. time, I know that as I call them, I better be sure my stuff in order else I'm going to be going to jail as, you know, the criminal. Yeah, it's a culture and a class thing, too, but it's all it's definitely a race thing because no matter how well off you are, there's still a chance that when the police come, they can get the shit wrong, or you can go to jail. Just like a Skip Gates, you know, situation where you really look at the entirety of the situation, you're like, this is one of those take your ass back inside the house and, you know, calm down situations that escalated because of racial perceptions by Skip Gates. Maybe the cop isn't even like that, but Skip Gates, as smart as he is, and as well off as he is, could not escape that primal. Why are the cops coming to get me? I'm a black man. Oh, this is um, this is about race, isn't it? And yeah, that's the difference. Go. And uh, the other thing is, I've seen it happen. I've seen fights at every basketball court I've ever been to. Close, straight up. I've seen knockdown, drag out fights. I've seen guns pulled out, and. Cops do not get called when black people are around. When it's white people, man, you punch somebody, they call the fucking cops. Now, I'm not saying that that's wrong. I think that's actually really smart, and that should be what happens. But it's just a fact of my life is that I've never seen somebody get beat up at the basketball court and the cops come out. Oh, no. Like, no. it just doesn't happen, man, unless I'm playing with at a, at a more upper class or at a, at a court where there's more white people. I, and it's... It's a weird separation, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But it is 100% true uh, in in my experience. Now, I won't say it's 100% true for everybody, but in my lifetime, it has always gone that way. I'm at a black court. I seen a dude get shot at. Shot at. Oh. Another dude ran up into the woods. The dude that had the gun ran into the woods. Nobody called anybody. Everybody's got their cars, got up and left. Nobody, I so. nobody no. said, uh, you know, let's wait till the cops get here and help them find this dude. We was like, get the fuck out of here. And on top of that, when you talk about culture, it is a culture thing because a lot of now they have radio, commercial radio, which I think is silly. Go, you know, stop snitching. But but what you fail to realize is that if I go and report on you, the police aren't going to protect uh, Ray Ray and them from coming and beat down my door with my ass because I called the police. Wait, they have a, a radio commercial yeah, commercials that, for stop snitching. Yes, they, and it's hilarious. They was like, yes, we live in a culture where people don't think it's cool to call the police. And the funny part is that the people that, that say stop snitching are white. You can tell it. And I'm, I'm not, not just off top, but they were like, yeah, we live in a culture of, 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 of people who don't trust the police. Yeah, stop snitching. Yeah, stop snitching, homie. And I mean, the voice Wait, like, is the commercial for stop snitching or is yes. the commercial? No, listen. Oh. Listen before you say that. Is it for telling people to stop snitching or is it for no. saying... You should go to the cops. Yes, you should go to the cops. Okay, I was about to say, Karen, because you said it was for stop snitching. No, my bad. It's not ridiculous. It's not for stop snitching. It's to encourage people to snitch. But the way they did the commercials, it was hilarious because there was no black people on it, and that's who you targeting these comments. Okay, all right, cool. I'll get the joke now, but I just. Oh, I'm sorry. For a second, I thought it was a video like brought to you by drug dealers. <laughs> yes, we will come and shoot your grandma. Stop snitching. Yeah, alright, so let's do the uh, message board comments, and I think that's all we can get out of here. Cool. There were no iTunes reviews this week. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, somebody, uh, I told them, I did the number 73, ending black on black love. Okay. You know, play on ending black on black crime. Uh, 
and on my article about eight reasons to date a white woman. Um, and moreover, says funny stuff. Man, Triple A asked that I used to stay in Fayetteville. I said yes. Um, the Omega says, any black on black love, bro, you and Uncle Tom and shit. And I said, <laughs> and I responded, I hate Negroes. So, <laughs> yes. How can you hate them? You are one. So, I also put the eight reasons to not to date black love, I mean, to date a white woman. Uh, and, and people respond, a lot of people uh, thought it was funny. The ad said, uh, 9.8 out of 10. Don't know what I gotta do to get them last point two. You know, gotta work on that. Um, somebody wanted me to post the rest into the, the message board. But then why, you wouldn't click on the fucking link to my blog. So why would I do that? No. Um, to the blog. Yeah. Uh, and somebody said, uh, STL Don P said this was awesome. Uh, a lot of people just, you know, said they, you know, it was funny. Um, so I appreciate that. Let's see. Number 72. There are only eight reasons to date a white man. Um, we got some comments on this. This is the episode with the player hater. Oh, no, no, no. This is the episode with Will and Justin. Okay. Right? Alright, and uh, they said, God damn it, Rod. Do you do these shits every day? I just listened to the B-Day one last week. I fucks with this. I will check for him. Let me tell you something, brother. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with too much of a good thing. If you like these things, then don't complain about how often we do them. Cause I, we don't mind people getting behind. There's a lot of people like, hey, I'm behind. I was like, I'm glad you still think we funny. Yeah. I don't care how far behind you get. Just I'm just happy you feel the need to listen to each I one. I do too. Yeah, you know? it's, it's almost like sushi. You go away for a while and all of a sudden you want it. I'll be your sushi podcast. Yeah. Um, I want to create a 24-hour all-paternity chess channel. That's what Triple H said. Ah, it would be all Murray. Yeah, all Murray episodes. All the time. I would watch it. Um, let's see. Uh, he's The Loneliest 21 said, Poon job niggas smell like musk, bruh, bruh. Ah! Boiling tenderizes meat. I guess he's talking about when we talk about eating people. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Dre Y2 said, Jesus Christ, that was born. So, you know, whenever that happens, I always have to click on their, uh, on their, on their history. Uh-huh. And I went through his history, and he was pretty much just shitting on everybody's, like, threads. Like, no oh. matter what they said, it was oh, like... Oh, and he might not even listen to the podcast, but we know. I mean, who cares? If it's boring, you know, then yeah. skip to the next one, whatever. But, uh, you know, his whole, his whole thing was like, oh, I'm a... I'm going to just go on here and talk shit to everybody. It's like, oh, like, troll. Okay. You know, enjoy we, your life. Yeah, we can't take you seriously. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm glad you were bored. I'm glad I wasted your time, you dumb motherfucker. Um, let's see. This show is great, man. Uh, you shark the gay white dude joke, pick joke from me. We Beastmo said that. I have no idea what he's talking about. I don't <laughs> shark jokes, but whatever. Uh, I ain't eating no down south niggas. Pause. Um, <laughs> that's what Kate Faber's boyfriend said. Um, let's see. Somebody asked would I start posting again outside of dropping podcast links. Probably not. I got a job. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then Thelonious21 um, was talking about, um, for some reason, he's talking about the podcast that had the um, player okay, head on it. Okay, got him. Oh, wait. No, no, no. This is it. This is the okay. one with the player head. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. He says... Your guest, quote unquote, is a waste, LOL. All he says is black man voice. Yeah, right on. LOL. Nigga was useless after about the first 20 minutes. Man, the player uh, hater is getting a lot of hate. Yeah, I told him he got the right name. 
Yeah, they really do hate this nigga. I like the play. I do too. I think he's nice. I had fun. I did too. Um, let's see. And then the fantasy dick league scoring was uh, the episode for feedback. Somebody says True Blue Moon says sounds gay. Okay, and I'll say hey. Um, <laughs> uh, Carmel Lady says what the fuck at the title. Try to imagine the fantasy dick league. Um, I guess I'll just listen to find out. Uh, so apparently the homophobia was just a little too strong on that last one. That title <laughs> should have been something different. S O H H they couldn't handle that title. No, they don't. Apparently they do not like fantasies or dicks. So that was a mistake on my part. <laughs> anyway, man, um, that should do it for this week. Um, I think we got all the comments out of the way and all the Ooh. feedback. Make sure you guys call us, 704-557-0186. Um, that is the message. Uh, you can leave a message on the voicemail. Email us, theblackguytips at gmail.com. And... You can always leave comments on episodes by going to Podomatic, Facebook, or uh, iTunes, and just search for The Black Guy Who Tips, and read the blog, theblackguywhotips.com, will take you right to the blog, and we post the uh, the podcast on there, and we post different blog posts that I'm working on. Yeah, and also, you guys who got the, um, what you call those, the uh, Blackberry, the BBM? Yeah, the Blackberries. Not yeah. BBM is a Blackberry message, just Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I see it all the time on Twitter. I had no idea what that was. But, um, but you were saying that they can copy the Earl or they got a new... They can copy the RSS feed. Follow, hit me up on Twitter or email me. I will send that to you because it's a little more complex. But, um, yeah, you can play it on your BlackBerry. Uh, so uh, just make sure, you know, you don't have too much porn on there so you have room for the podcast. Uh, we did make it smaller, guys. So hopefully for people that were complaining about your length, you can get it a lot quicker. Yeah, and most of all, donate, man. Just yeah. go to theblackouttips.com. Look on the right-hand column for the PayPal button. Send us a couple dollars, man. Help us keep putting this shit out. Um, and also, uh, you know, you can go to the Podomatic page, search for the Blackout Tips, and we have a donate button on our page there. So uh, follow us on Twitter um, at Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again. That is in D A T. All right, we out. Peace. I love you. You too. Mwah. Cause when I